0: Bring on down to Ricky's place Where the girls are refined And the men have good taste A subtle joke, a touch of class Fought in a my martini glass
1: Welcome to Rick's Martini Bar. Are you Jerry McCarty? I'm Jerry McCarty, and are you Rick Farmelo? I am. Cheers! Yeah, okay. And we are at Rick's Martini Bar with a full house. We We have patrons at the bar, but guess what? No Amanda Raymond, who's in New York right now, on work. And Rick just got back from Oregon on work. And we're here to celebrate the birthday of Sir Paul McCartney. Formerly of the Beatles, formerly of Wings, formerly of the, uh, any other groups that we need to...
2: Mm, The Silver
1: Beetles. Silver Beetles, the the Quarrymen. Quarrymen. Yeah. And he's not 64 either, by the way. That's right. He had the song, When I'm 64, and he is 70 years old, which seems really hard to believe, considering how young you and I are, right? Uh-huh. (laughs) <laughs> uh, we in our 30s still, so <laughs> crazy. He's a really old man. So today we're going to talk about Paul McCartney and a and, uh, pretty amazing musician. And, and yeah. I guess we'll start off with Rick. You actually... Met him, or at least urinated next to him, if I, no, if no, I remember no. the story I, I correctly. Met him. I met him. Oh, you actually met him? Okay. so I, tell, didn't,
2: get, I didn't get that far with him. <laughs> it's the
1: first time. It's the first date. <laughs> so tell the story. I it was just, at the I Oscars. I at right? the
2: Oscars and just got there, and there was two people I wanted to meet that night. It was him and um, Robert Altman. Mm-hmm. And so as soon as I get out of the limo, I'm walking, and all of a sudden on the red carpet, and there he is. He's like, Twenty feet ahead of me. Like, oh, crap. So I already had a couple glasses of wine in the limo. So I was, you know. A little more aggressive than I maybe would have been, so I just went up to him, really walked up right up to him, and stood in front of him and said, "Mr. McCartney," and he said, "You know, I, I, I'm a huge fan, and, and I just want to say hi." And He says, "Oh, great! Okay, yeah. yeah." And then I said, "I'm going to see you at the Staples Center next month." "Oh, great! Yeah, great! You know, yeah." And just kind of doing that, and that was—it was like 20 seconds. It was real nice.
1: And then, but you know, I mean, if you knew now, because he's a huge fan of animation, right? Well, yeah. And if now. you uh, and if you knew now that he was such a fan of Animation, you probably would have had.
2: Well, I more to talk I do about. have more to talk about. But I know I you do about about him in animation, but
1: you can't talk. We're talking.
2: Well, I'm talking with a friend. i won't mention names, but we're talking with a friend who has a project that Paul is sort of spearheading, and it's a book, and um, we
1: may be. Doing some animation for him, so yeah. But he's 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 always been really he's interested so, in loved, animation. He he's loves a, a lot of stuff.
2: He's a, he's very interested in a lot of different things. That is
1: interesting. Is that his that the um, and, and considering where he started and you know more about him than I do. In mm-hmm. fact, you just got done reading the uh, Time magazine well, I have the like magazines and books and stuff. Books yeah. and stuff. But just his once you talk about his beginnings first, because it is amazing. What he turned into, considering where he started, which was well, his, pretty poor conditions.
2: Yeah, he, he were exactly. I mean, he, he wasn't that poor. He was kind of more middle class. His mom passed away when he was 14. 14, yeah. Um, he, so he was raised by his dad. Um, he's a brother, uh, Michael. Anyway, um, but his dad was a musician. He played in, played in a in a band. He had his own band. It was kind of an amateur band, but he, you know like a uh, I forget what they were called. But anyway, and so Paul grew up around music. You know, his dad was you know gave him gave him instruments when he was right. growing up and stuff, so taught him how to play. So he grew up around music. So he grew up appreciating music. So he it was just
1: part of his. I mean, you pretty know. you know, he's known as the bass player of the Beatles, but pretty that's just well, one did, of he, he the. He didn't start
2: out playing the bass, right? He started yeah.
1: playing. uh Rhythm guitar, I he guess, played, is what yeah, he, he played, started in. played keyboards and stuff, Keyboard. too.
2: He's a, he's a, he's a, he's a, he learned by ear. He doesn't read, yeah. You read music or write music and yeah. notes, you know. Right,
1: right. He uh, plays the instruments very different than people that are classically trained in it. Exactly. But, yeah. uh, and left-handed on, to play. Oh, blue. left-handed. That's right. Oh, That's my favorite story is that. Like do you remember who told who, who he learned <laughs> to string his guitar backwards? Left-handed guitar player? Slim Whitman. What? I love that story. It's that Slim Whitman was a left-handed guitar player who used a right-handed guitar well, that's what, strung backwards. That's what Paul did. He he, he, strung he it got backwards. a guitar, bought
2: a guitar, and he couldn't get it to sound the way he wanted to, so then he realized, oh, it's, it's upside down. So he completely restrung it right. Right, from top to bottom, and yeah. that's, you know... He still has a guitar, by right. the way. But guess His what? We guitar. have
1: to do okay. have a, commercial. A, commercial. a commercial station identification. So whatever station you're <laughs> listening to this broadcast on, thanks got a, for it's listening to, be to the station. And we world. will be right back after this message at Rick's Martini and Bar. Down to play, where the girls are
0: refined and the men have good taste.
1: Hello, we are back at Rick's Martini Bar. I'm Jerry McCarty with Rick Farmelo, and we are talking Paul McCartney and listen to some Wings right this now. Is, right? Uh,
2: this is from his.
1: For, to me, anyway, the best. Uh, w- his Wings best up. solo album would be "Band on the Run." Band on the Run, so awesome! This, is, this album. is the title track, and uh, so. great, great album. And, and that's uh, okay. That'll be my first question. Let me really count. Use the authority. on um, Paul McCartney. Well, since there's only two of us. Yeah, you all see right, you're I'll right. the Authority, all right. You're right. Okay. The Beatles quit touring. They didn't like to tour. Well, So who do you blame that at? Well, I mean, what happened was... Because they all toured after they broke up, right? Yeah, well, here's the deal.
2: The four of them stopped touring in 1966. Their last show was at Candlestick Park in San Francisco. Where you're from. Because, just because... I'm from from Candlestick Park. (laughs) Um, Because it is cold, baby. It's cold at Candlestick Park. Anyway, um... They stopped touring because, you know, it was, it was a mob scene. You couldn't hear, they couldn't hear their, themselves sing and playing. It was just crazy. So they said, let's, let's knock this off. The, the thing was that people don't realize is Paul wanted to keep touring. He, he liked, did. He liked, to, he liked it to appear live. He said, you know, playing live keeps us sharp. Yeah. And he wanted to keep doing it. And the other three guys said, we're sick of it. We're not going to do it. So basically he got voted, outvoted. Wow. And the movie Let It Be came came to be because it was his idea to let's do a let's do a film of us making a record and then we're going to do a live show somewhere so the I'm idea was for them to play funny. again a live show in, in an auditorium with, with fans and wow. stuff. That was his idea. But the rest of the guys said, We're, we don't want to do it. We don't want... They kept saying, we don't want to do it. The film turned out to be kind of a disaster, although very fascinating. So what they did was they decided to do like an impromptu thing on the roof of Apple right. Records. Right. Again, Paul really wanted to play live and, his, and nobody else wanted to. And so what happened was they gathered in a hallway when they're supposed to be shooting the thing that like five minutes before they're supposed to go on. Yeah. And Paul's like, come on, let's go, guys. Let's do it. And Ringo's like, oh, I don't want to do it. And George George is like, I know I really don't want to do this too cold up there. Pardon, my, pardon the F word. Oh well, bleep that out. Anyway, he says too cold up there, and so they just didn't want to do it. And then, and so they looked to John because he hadn't said anything, and they all looked to him like for the answer. And he goes, "Let's just do it." Wow! So they just climbed up the stairs and just started playing. And That's, uh-huh. and that's
1: how it happened. Well, that's a uh, that's a good question. Before the break, we talked about Paul's. Diverse interests, and uh, he's also interested in art. And I, he's the one that chose the apple for Mm -hmm. Apple Records. Mm -hmm. So I hear it's from a Magritte painting. You know, he got it painted those apples, Uh and with the with the uh, derby and the uh, yeah, he's the one that painted that. And in in, uh, after Brian Epstein died, the music definitely changed, right? Uh Well, what happened was. Paul, Paul was more of that. I'm using a rubber sole coaster, by the way. That's that's my favorite album franchise. cover. My favorite, my favorite album too.
2: Love that. You know how it got tilted like that? Well, according to the Paul is Dead video, or I'll tell you the real story. Okay. The guy, the, the photographer was shooting different shots of them and trying. And, you know, he had shot all, you know a bunch of shots of them out in the garden like that, and so he was trying to find the right one. And they didn't really like. He was standing, He was standing them up. What about this one? What about this one? What about that one? And kept looking at him. I don't know. And then that one like fell over. You know, wow. f- f- fell fell backwards, and it gave it this really distorted look. And they're like, "Let's do it like that. Let's wow. make it look like." And so that's the- why the album looks like that. Why it's kind of elongated.
1: Okay. Now, I, 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 I Rick refuses to watch this. I just had, documentary that I told him to watch about that says R- Paul R- was Ripley's believe
2: it or not was, ki-
1: <laughs> was killed. which is a bunch of uh, bullocks, as they would say in uh, the UK. Uh-huh. But uh, but this this album is supposed to be them looking down in the grave. Yeah, I've heard that too. Yeah, I've heard that too, yeah. And the shape of the rubber sole is an inverted heart, which is supposed to mean death. Yes, I've heard that too. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, but that's a bunch of crap. But uh, anyway, so back <laughs> back to Sir Paul, and uh, he did, didn't.
2: He die. had a lot of diverse interests. In, in, in around '66, I mean, basically it was John's band, right? Okay, he he wrote most of the songs for all the albums. But around '66, it kind of started to shift a little bit. And Paul had all these really interesting ideas. He was more of the avant-garde artist of the of the of the four of the four of them. And he wanted he liked different types of music. Right. He liked it's, classical. He liked all kinds of stuff. Show tunes. Everything. John just wanted to play rock and roll, you know. And uh, anyway, so Paul started experimenting with... He got in with George Martin and he had all these ideas. And that's how Sgt. Pepper came about. It was like uh, that was his idea to do that Paul's album. idea. Paul's. John only had like four songs on the album. So th- at that point, the band the band's uh, leadership shifted from jo- from John to Paul. Wow. know, from Sgt. Pepper on, it was kind of more Paul's group as right. far as the direction it was
1: going in. Right, right, so right. So there... Cool, well, um, we will talk after this next break about more about um, Paul and maybe get into a little bit about his post Beatles life a little yeah, bit after yeah. that, and maybe we can coax Rick into talking a little bit more about Paul and uh, but if you want to support our radio show and our podcast, go to. You can, of course, download these for free at I the iTunes store. I don't store. know why you don't char- They're free at the iTunes store. Nickel, or you can go to Amazon.com. First, Co- go to Co- our, our website, money, you know. McCartyMetro.com, and just buy what you would normally buy at Amazon. And it'll cost you the exact same amount, but you'll support us and support Rick's Martini Hockey Bar and, and keep us and in vermouth Hockey and olives. olives. Here you go. The olives are—we're uh-huh. running out of olives. We are. We're getting low. We have We're having to cut them in half now. <laughs> <laughs> it's
2: like during a war, you know. It's like rationing. It's getting yeah, very it's tough. Rationing. Getting very tough.
1: So uh, anyway, we will be back right after this message from Rick's Martini Bar, talking more Paul McCartney and drinking more martinis and talking more Rubber Soul.
2: We are back. And we're celebrating Paul McCartney's birthday, who's uh, going to turn 70 tomorrow. It's, the, I believe, the 18th. That's right. Paul McCartney. I don't know what day, today's date is. Today's I don't know. Whatever. whatever. Anyway, he's turning 70. He's turning he's 70. 70. So I do, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of uh, sort of celebrations all over the
1: and place. And you actually went. To, did you go down to see him when he got a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame? I did. I did not. No, you didn't. I didn't. We saw George's. Oh, and you, you saw I, George. I oh, well, yeah, that's right. Yeah, but didn't get
2: didn't I was I think I was working. Ah, okay. When, when Paul, Paul was in the middle, these are things are always in the middle of the day.
1: Right, right. And I just couldn't get. But he has there. a uh, star in the Walk of Fame,
2: and they're all together. The stars are all like in front of Capitol Records now, which is where they all belong. So right. that's cool. All, all four guys. Right, right. That's
1: awesome. And did was Wings on Capitol Record when, when, uh, when yeah. he was with Wings? So they so he just uh-huh. stayed with the same record company, and he yep. stayed with George Martin, right? uh not really i mean not he really. did a
2: little bit of, a little bit with him but he basically kind of took over the albums himself
1: okay okay so we're going to talk a little post beatles but the beatles stuff was great i mean there's just so many Great songs that he did, and we talked about that a little bit, but we don't have much time. So, But I'm, I'm, I'm more interested in the after. So okay. Denny Lane, get got with Denny Lane. Well, he,
2: he started off with he and Linda, and they just got these other, uh, some other band members, I won't go into all their names right now, and they, they, they formed Wings.
1: Yeah. Because
2: when, when his uh, daughter Stella was born, she was right. premature, and he thought a guardian angel had saved her life. Her both, both, both Linda, his wife, and the baby almost died. Wow. And he thought he had a guardian angel, and that's where Wings came from. Wow. Wow. So anyway, he's formed a group called Wings. It was just basically very informal. And he put out an album. They put, first of all, he did a solo album called McCartney, which is just basically him and Linda. And then... Um, They did. uh, I think. I think they did Ram after that. And they just. By the way, they just reissued Ram in a deluxe remastered edition. And if you don't have it, you should get it. It's amazing. It sounds great. There's there's bonus tracks on there. There's if you want to go the full deal. There's a there's booklets and it's like five CDs and all that. But that's a great album. Anyway, then they they formed Wings and just did a couple. You know, very sort of casual albums, but then he got Denny Lane in the group, and then it became more of a real group with a real sound. And, right? Now
1: they toured. You know, and they
2: toured as you know, as like a, a new a new band.
1: Yeah. You know. And what song are we listening to right now? Which is one of my favorites because it's because I love James Bond. Live, live and Let Die. Live and Let they Die. came out in '73. And they asked him to do this for James Bond, pretty yeah, much. Yeah. yeah. And after this, after this came
2: out. Uh, I think there's another song that came out that was a pretty big hit. And then they
1: segued into Band on the Run. Right. Now, um, let's talk a little bit about um, after John was shot. Um. Denny Lane, who who I met at one of the collector shows. Yeah, I met him. Shows. He's really nice. He, very nice. Very cool guy, yeah. But he said Paul... Changed completely after yeah. that happened. That he yeah. he almost became a recluse. Where he well,
2: I, George too.
1: Jo- oh, really, George, yeah. oh, George? too.
2: George. like lived in a chateau. He wouldn't. You know. Yeah. He hardly ever came out after that. I mean, they were they were actually afraid when there were Beatles that this was going to happen. Really. When President Kennedy was assassinated, there Paul particularly was afraid there's going to be some sniper in the audience. So they're all aware of what could happen. And then, of course, when John got shot, I think they all just... Because he yeah. got shot for no reason. It was, Penny uh, Lane said you know. it
1: stopped. He said after after John was stopped, he was like, they weren't going to tour anymore, and the band was... It was just, you know, counting down until when, yeah. when it was going to well, go away. They broke up in 1980. The,
2: is the that 1980 right? 1980 was the last Wings album. Wow. Back to the Egg. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And then he started... You know, then he waited a while, and then he started releasing just... Paul McCartney albums. Well,
1: then, okay, let's talk. We got to talk about the dark period a little bit. Well, before we do that, <laughs> I want you to tell the story of the Saturday Night Live because I think you're the one who told me this story. Oh, this is a true
2: story. Yeah, yeah. Lord, this is my Lord favorite Michaels, Paul uh, McCartney this story. Is a, this is around 1976, and and Paul just happened to be at John's apartment at the Dakota. Okay, and because yeah. they, they, they did see each other, they still right. were friend, friendly after the Beatles broke up. It took a few years for them to he- heal their their things, but Paul used to visit John. At his apartment. In fact, he used to just show up. He would just show up unannounced. Right. And eventually, John said, look, you're going to have to quit just showing up. He said, I'm happy to see you, but could you, like, ring me first? And Paul was kind of hurt by that, but anyway, one time they were, Paul was over at his apartment, and they're watching TV, and they're watching Saturday Night Live, which was in the '70s, was huge. I think this is around '76, '77, yeah. somewhere in there. And Lord Michaels said, "I'm gonna. I have a check here for
1: three thousand two hundred dollars." Well, well uh, let me let me get this. So George Harrison was the musical guest, and so anyway, they did a break, and George Harrison said, "I thought we said four thousand uh-huh. dollars," and he said. Well, that was this. there was going to be all four of you, but you only showed up, so you're only going to get $1,000. Yeah. And
2: go ahead. So then he goes on and says, like, have, I have a check here. He holds up a check for $3,200 <laughs> if I can get the Beatles, t- Beatles to reunite here tonight. I'll give you the check if the Beatles will reunite tonight. And so John and Paul thought and said, well, "Let's just go down there cuz they're in New York anyway. <laughs> so let's just do it. It'd be awesome." So they kept thinking about it. And then at the last minute they said, "Ah, we have to get in a taxi and get all the way down there." They just were, they were just about to do it and yeah. they decided, "Yeah, it's, I'm too tired and yeah. ah, I have to get in a ta- cab and drive all the way down there cuz it was in New York the show was live." Right. Right. So they were actually going to do and just show up on stage you show up on and stage, get the check. Do Beatles
1: reunion for $3,200. Yeah. $3, yeah. That would have been great. Yeah. Well, we are at the end of our show, but we could talk
2: I, all night about him.
1: Yeah, I know, but I, I, I want to ask you as a fan, and I know you're you're probably the biggest Paul McCartney fan I know, yeah. next to Bob Cousy, uh, who's a huge Bob Cousy. Seen yeah, him live lots yeah. of times, and yeah, a huge so, fan. Yeah, me too, yeah. and uh, what do you? What would you like him to do now? He's seventy. Um, at least be
2: seventy-one. <laughs> That'd be my first wish. Because it's I'll, weird. It's you weird you what, I'll, I'll aging is a would, rock and roll person. I, would like to, I mean, he's, he seems to really enjoy his life. He's, he's He continues to inspire people. He continues to be a force in music. I would like to see him wait about maybe three years. He seems to put on an album fairly regularly. He tours a lot. I'd like him just to not tour so much. And maybe spend about three years and put out an, um, like one more absolutely great album. Yeah, every year and a half. I said, if, but I, I personally, as a fan, I like to see him take a break and just you know get with get with a writing partner maybe and just I really come up with one really really great.
1: album. I agree. I mean, in my opinion, with music, that's what's wrong with it right now. Is it's all about singles and Sergeant yeah. Pepper's, which you, which you mentioned before. I, I think, I think, was a was an album. Yeah. you had to listen to the whole thing. Yeah,
2: I think I think. What, Paul was best when he was with John. I think John yeah. was best when he was with Paul. They made each other better. Yeah. I think when they when they went their separate ways, there was nobody to tell Paul this isn't good
1: enough. Okay, you know? but you can make this happen, Rick, because you don't want to talk about it. But you 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 might be working with Paul. well. There's a, I'm just saying there's a pro- and who have you worked with who's a huge fan of Paul and Paul is a fan of his.
2: Oh, Brian Wilson.
1: I'm telling you, you need to bring those two people together. Well,
2: they, they, they've done stuff together. They decide. They You're, sang, the, went, key. Paul You're sang the key. You're the key. Paul sang it in one of Brian's songs. Speaking of, I have to bring this up because we haven't talked about this. The Beach Boys. That I think we talked about the Beach Boys' 50th anniversary. All right. Okay. Their album, uh, that's that's why God made the radio, debuted this week. At number three on the Billboard charts, that is amazing. Number three, and they're all how old? They're in this, they're like sixty nine, <laughs> seven years old. <laughs> no, they're all over
1: seventy. I think. Ba-
2: well, barely. No, yeah. They're not all over seventy, but that's amazing. I mean, we think the last the last hit album that the Beach Boys had. And then how many years it's been, and and this is like in the top five. It's amazing, amazing. and it's a good album. It's a good album. It's not not Pet Sounds, but it's it's still a good album. Yeah. So just, I'm really happy for Brian. That
1: is that that is good.
2: And Brian and Paul are friends. Paul loves Brian. I'm telling you. Yeah, they're they're they love each other.
1: They need they they're forget the performing, but they both are so melodic. They should write some. Conceptual be, I would, album. Uh, I
2: mean, I would go crazy. If they got together, did an album together... Even if they didn't perform it.
1: If they just yeah. wrote it, yeah. it would be awesome. That cool. Well, we are at the end of our show. And so you can, again... Get all of our shows by going to the iTunes store and searching for Rick's Martini Bar. You'll find it. Well, thank you for joining us. Happy
2: birthday, Paul. Happy
1: 70th birthday. Happy 70th birthday, Paul. Many, many more. And cheers, Rick. Yes. Thanks for joining us. Join us next week. Same bad time, same bad channel.